T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Well, this week I am in one of the most well-known places in St. Louis, inside Ted Drew's where there's frozen custard being made, Christmas trees being sold, and I'm here with owner Travis Dillon. Travis, thanks so much for your time. Hello, Scott. Good to see you. I am not from St. Louis, so this place isn't, like, I didn't grow up with it, but I want to get the story of how it came about. Let's begin with the simple question of who was Ted Drews? The Ted Drews we're speaking of would be Ted Drews Sr., first of all, and his wife's name was Mildred. And Ted Drews Sr., if you look in the history of St. Louis, you'll find that he was a, a great tennis player. Ilvert Forest Park Tennis Courts, you'll find uh, that his name is on all of the, uh, a lot of awards over there and winning so many championships. I believe he won about 11 championships in a row. They were going to Florida every year. He would teach and play tennis over at Concordia Seminary. And when the winter time came, uh, they would go to Florida with the family so he can play tennis more and keep practicing. And he brought some Concordia students with him as well if they were able to go and to teach them tennis then. And then they, the whole family would drive back to St. Louis uh, when winter was over with and do what they were doing in the summertime. Uh, up until about uh, 1929 is when they were in Florida, a they were thinking about how they're going to keep their income because uh, making, you know, playing tennis, so you weren't paid for that during those days. Somebody asked him uh, from the Royal American Carnivals, uh, would you like to make a little extra money by maybe coming with us and selling some dessert? And Ted took that offer. He had a friend in New York who had a frozen custard recipe that he can start with, and he tweaked it to what he enjoyed. And they actually uh, had a, a machine that they can make this custard. They drove it in uh, in the carnival and stayed with the carnival for that tour and sold frozen custard. And that was the first Ted Drew's frozen custard stand. And we have pictures in our over across the uh, parking lot here in our museum. And then this location opened, I can't believe this, during World War II, 1941. Correct. It's incredible for a business to be around that long. What do you think has been the secret to the longevity of this place? I guess the stamina and the and some luck, but using really good ingredients was always what Ted Sr. and Ted Jr. wanted to do. And they knew they had a good product, but we had so many, I should say we, but they had so many lean years where they weren't making much, but that's what they wanted to do. And so in 1931, they built the Grand Avenue store, and that's down on at Grand Avenue in Merrimack. And then in 1941, you mentioned, 
this store was built. Well, let's talk about your connection to Ted Drews. Uh, your wife Christy. is is the granddaughter of Ted Drews Sr. That's correct. So you, and I read that she kind of warned you not to get into the family business because it's so consuming of everything in your life. And you took that advice to start out with. That's right. What happened? Then what happened? <laughs> I knew that the business, the family business was pretty cool. But I was getting into accounting and uh, before we got married, she asked me not to, as you said, to get into the business because she wanted to make sure that she had some time on weekends for us to be together and, you know, enjoy our families. I'm okay with that, I said. I'm, I'm working at a CPA firm and I did that for about, about five years. But, you know, Ted was working so hard at that time and the business was starting to get really pretty busy. And now we're talking about Ted Jr. Ted Jr. now, yes. And because there's so many lean years where uh, the business wasn't great at all. But when, in the 70s, it started picking up. Well, Ted said, boy, I really could use your help, Travis. And we talked it over, and my wife said, you're working most of the time anyway. You may as <laughs> you well do as, it. So that's what happened. And, and I was happy to do that because I was really enjoying the business. I can see that Ted had a wonderful business, and, and I was love. It was a great time working with the, the uh, crew here, and Ted runs the business well, generously, and really great to work with. Well, let's talk logistics, Travis. Sure. What is the difference between ice cream and frozen custard? A lot of people would like to know that, and the difference is, and it's it's pretty simple. Frozen custard has to have a certain amount of eggs in it. There are some vanillas out there that are very delicious. And you can call them rich French vanillas, you can call it rich vanillas. Uh, you have to have at least a 10% butterfat content, and it has to have a certain amount of eggs. Then you call it a frozen custard. And what is a concrete? The concrete is an amazing thing that helped us a lot, too. We had a, uh, a gentleman who lived in the neighborhood. His name was Steve Gamber. In 1959, he would come up every day on uh, during the day when Ted was here, and Ted and his sister Margie would be here every day. Uh, but in 1959, Steve Gamber would come up just about every day after school. He said, Ted, make my shake as thick as you can. I want it thick. And they played around several, several weeks. And finally, Ted did not put any of the setup in it, the milk, to thin it out because shakes were thin and malts were thin. He just left all that out and mixed it, as, dished it as hard as he could, turned it upside down and said, is that thick enough, Steve? <laughs> and Steve said, oh my gosh, it's like concrete. That's when we That's started. That's how you got the name. The concrete. And during that, that time in 1959, in the 60, early 60s, we started advertising that in our paper, the Globe or the Post. And so we actually started the concrete from Ted Drew's frozen custard back that, that early. That's funny. I knew there had to be a great story behind oh, that. Oh, yes. It's a, it's a funny story. So tell me about some of the details that go into running this place. Well, Ted Drews Jr. Uh, has always told me that to run a business, you need to pay attention to detail. And it's the hardest thing to pay attention to detail all of the time. And I'm not saying I can, but I try to do it as much as possible. And the detail you want is always good quality, good service, 
and and courtesy and smiles all the time. So the quality, the good service, and quick service has always been our motto too. We have a motto here that says over is hanging up on the wall, our business is service. Ted always said, let's wait on people even before they get to the window, because we've always been a walk-up business. Be standing there ready to go. Now we we really try to do that. Sometimes we fail. I hate to say that, Scott, but we try to do it as, as best we can, and I know we're doing pretty well. We're visiting with Ted Drew's owner, Travis Dillon. Time to move on to the Christmas trees. I asked him how he got into that business. You know, in the 1960s, this was 1961, as I said before, Ted Sr. and Ted Jr. were, were thinking of things that they can keep their family uh, income coming in. And when you're on, in a frozen custard business, you know you're only selling from uh, the summer months. So it's March through October, and then all of a sudden you have no income because nobody buy, you didn't buy ice cream that much. So they had to think of an income. Ted Sr. and Ted Jr. decided to try to sell Christmas trees, and they really drove up, literally drove up to Nova Scotia because they knew that Nova Scotia it, in that area is the... Christmas tree capital of the world for balsam fir. And so that's where they went. Ted did some research on that. They met some farmers, they started buying Christmas trees, and then had them shipped down by rail. By and rail? At that time, huh. for years it was all rail. And we'd have to go down and pick them up at the station and bring the trees over. And at that time, Ted opened up eventually eight lots. And that is why, in the early 60s, that it kept the families going. And to this day, you, you still get your trees from Nova Scotia? We actually do, yes. So you own a farm up there? Unfortunately, I had to sell that, that farm two years ago because of COVID. Canada wouldn't allow me to travel across uh. the border for two years, and, I, and Ted and I talked about it. And when you can't go to your farm for two years in a row it's almost impossible to, to operate it. So we were forced to sell it last year. Uh, but we still buy Christmas trees from Nova Scotia, and they're off of my land, actually, because the farmers have a co-op there, and I'm okay. buying Christmas trees from the co-op. But do you actually go up to Nova Scotia and pick them out? I did for 27 years, but now I don't. I can go across the border now, but I don't right. have property anymore. I did an essay recently on the air about how much I love Christmas trees. Oh, <laughs> it's really? one of my favorite things about the holiday season. What do you love about Christmas trees? Oh, I love the smell of the balsam fir. When I, I tell a lot of our customers that if you want a good smelling tree, that balsam, Canadian balsam fir has the best scent. If you when you bring them into the house, it's it's maybe 15 minutes. The whole house smells mm-hmm. like Christmas and. I've always loved it. It's been my favorite. So that's, I like Christmas, too. Is it a good business? The tree business? Yeah. The tree business has always been a good business. Uh, the profits have, have uh, gone down. You, you might say, well, how can you charge so much for a Christmas tree? But we still, the profits aren't quite there anymore. It used to be a lot different, uh, if, as long, especially when we had our own trees. We can cut them. But the tree business has become a lot harder. There's a lot more labor in it, and there's a shortage of Christmas trees, and that seems to be happening uh, for the past five years. So even getting the trees, it makes it difficult. Well, another impact COVID had on your business was you had to shut down the Grand location. That's correct, yeah. I heard a whisper in my ear the other day that you might be opening that back up. Is that true? Oh, that, that's totally the plan. 
Uh, we it made me sad, Scott, that I couldn't open the Grand Avenue store, and the reason why I couldn't is because of shortage of help. I barely had enough help to keep one store going and to open a second one. We would have not been good service if we had two stores going. How many employees do you have at this location in the summertime? We have about 65 to 75 employees. So it's uh, a lot. It's a big group. And by the way, all of the employees, all of our our workers are great people. They're sharp and they smile well. And and I just love working with all of them. But we're we're lucky to get the good, good help. And how many windows maximum do you have running at the same time? Well, uh, this year, with the shortage of help that we had, uh, we only got up to about nine windows. No, only nine. <laughs> and we wanted, we would love to get up to 11. But again, like I said, if you don't have enough, enough help, you can't do that. Travis, what is your go-to uh, frozen custard order? You mean my, one of my favorites? Yeah, or? what's your... Well, my favorite, just like Ted's, my favorite changes with the season, Scott. In the winter, I love the hot fudge sundae with the pecans. It's it's so good, just delicious. In the summer, when peaches are in in uh, a good harvest, I love peaches with macadamias, or I might like strawberry, the strawberries with the pecans. Those are my favorites. I notice you pronounce it sunda. Yes, I do. <laughs> I love that. That's another great little detail of this place. That's great. Got to say it right. That's how we I call it anyway. All right. Finally, uh, any other future plans um, for this business going forward? Well, uh, at the moment, the future plan is that we just finished a, a replacement freezer in the back. That's one item. Uh, our freezer had been hit uh, by someone a couple of years ago, and it's taken us two years to replace that freezer with another one. Uh, the one that was hit is not operating. Up but hit, you mean stolen? Or? No, 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 no. I mean uh, a, a vehicle ran into oh, yes. the freezer on the side. A lot of people would know that. Yeah, I remember that it story. It happened in, in February of two years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're limping along with the freezer, but we finally are getting another one uh, that we can use next year, it's not early next year. It's, we're just about done with it. So what is Ted Jr. doing these days? Uh, Ted Jr. and his wife Dottie are staying at Marie DeVille, which is a uh, senior home out in West County, and they're both doing pretty well. Ted's 94 and, and <laughs> Dottie is 91 in just another week. Uh, and they're known as the lovebirds because they hold hands all the time. Wow. And they, as a matter of fact, they just celebrated their 72nd anniversary. 72nd? Yes. That's incredible. It is. Longevity, this place, it's unbelievable. It, it really is. Custard, right? I had to come here. <laughs> I had to tell this story, and I really appreciate your time. Travis Dillon, owner of Ted Drew's Frozen Custard, uh, an icon in St. Louis. Thanks for your time. Thank you for your time. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a tax 
Check your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.